Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. What's going on, guys? It's Hunter Lowry here. Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator podcast. So I'm not sure if you've heard about the recent news here in California, or maybe you're living right here to and experience this as well, but PG&E this week, they shut off the dang power. <laughs> so you all probably know about the craziness of the fires this past summer up in Paradise, California, and realistically just all over California. But anyways, PG&E was under a ton of scrutiny, obviously, and they were being sued. It was all just a complete mess. So now, since the weatherman was calling for high winds in our area, PG&E decided that they would avoid the potential problem by just turning the power off completely. I did hear some people saying that this was going to be a potential problem for really a few days before it actually happened, but the whole time I'm just thinking, no way they're actually going to do this. I mean, I feel like people say crazy stuff like this all the time, and I myself did not believe for one second that they were actually going to shut everything off. It's freaking 2019. We live in a civilized area. You can't just say, okay, no more power for you guys. Well, it was last Tuesday night. I went to sleep just like normal. I keep the fan on in my room because, number one, I like to sleep in the cold. And number two, then I can't hear the dogs barking outside when they start barking at two in the morning chasing skunks or whatever the heck it is they do at that time. And I've gotten used to sleeping with a little bit of noise. It's kind of soothing, I guess. So all of a sudden I wake up and roll over in the middle of the night. It's just dead quiet. There's no fan, no dogs, no nothing. It's just pitch black outside. You know, it was early in the morning and I was still half out of it. So I didn't really think anything of it at first, but all of a sudden, I don't know why, I kind of just fully woke up and checked to make sure that my fan didn't like get unplugged or something. So I walked over there real quick and yeah, it was all plugged in. Just it wouldn't turn back on. Then I looked at my phone and it's not charging anymore. And then I knew it. I was like, gosh, dang it. They really did shut the power off. Now, I don't want to downplay this for everyone else that had to deal with the power shut off. But for our house in particular, it was a complete pain in the butt. I think I've mentioned this before on the show. We don't really live out in the boonies or anything, but we're definitely a little bit outside of town. We got about 40 acres here. We have eight horses, four dogs, two cats about 30 cows, all of which need drinking water. And we are on well water, not city water. So with PG&E shutting the power off, keeping the animals watered was a challenge in itself. And it obviously totally sucked not being able to shower, then having to go into the office the next morning for our weekly market update meeting, looking like I had just literally rolled out of bed. But potentially not having enough water to fill up animal water troughs was way worse than that. Plus, to add to this disaster, we have about 12 different refrigerators and freezers on the property that hold food. And a lot of these freezers are very large as they hold deer, elk, venison, whatever we had killed this year. Luckily, though, we do have a backup generator for the main house that runs the fridge up there. And it runs the kitchen and one bathroom. Plus, we have a couple other generators to power the most important other freezers. But some food did have to get thrown out. So again, this really did stink. And it was a pain just at our house, but I didn't even think about what it was going to do to the rest of Auburn. 
So when I started driving into work, I got into town and reached the first stoplight. I realized none of the lights in Auburn were working either. Every single intersection was a four-way stop. And this road that I take to get to the freeway is normally busy, even with the working lights. So you can just imagine how backed up it got with no stoplights whatsoever working. And then there was only one gas station in town that had power and was still working. So the line to get into that place was just psycho because everyone needed to fuel their generators. You could not even buy a generator or a battery powered lamp anywhere around. People were just buying up everything they could because realistically nobody knew how long this was going to last. Thankfully, after two whole days of this, PG&E turned the power back on and we were back to normal. Although they are saying if the winds pick up again, they're going to do this all over. So we'll see how well that goes. Now, what I want to get at today is the importance of having a good backup plan with your financial life. Because it's really easy to just get comfortable and think, oh, you know, that's never going to happen to me. I'll be fine. It's a weird thought process that we get into. We see things happen to other people on the news or social media or whatever it is that we're looking at, and we disassociate ourselves from those people affected. Seriously, if you had came up to me and told me two weeks ago that we wouldn't have power at our house for two days, I would have literally just laughed. I would have said, come on, man, we live in the United States. We're way too civilized for power to just be turned off. And lots of other people thought like that too. That's why the line to buy a generator or get gas or get a lantern was so insanely long. And lots of people probably never even got what they needed. However, had everyone planned properly, had backup generators, extra fuel, a lantern, and all that sort of stuff, then they would have been comfortable and slept fine those two nights. I'm not at all saying that we ourselves were 100% prepared. We should have had a few extra generators, a couple extra lights as well. But I mean, while other people were sitting in the pitch black, we did have a nice little light, we had a barbecue, and we just played Scrabble. It was pretty much like we were glamping. So if something as crazy as this can happen this quickly and catch everyone off guard, then what could possibly happen to you that could affect your financial life? Now, don't be getting all paranoid and freak out, but... Seriously, it's just something to think about here. Whatever it is that you do for work, is it possible that something could happen to you that would make it so that you could no longer do your job? Of course it is. If something were to happen to you and you couldn't work the same, and therefore your income takes a hit, you should have some sort of disability insurance in place so that you can maintain your income and get through until hopefully you can return to work again. What about just having an emergency fund in general? Depending on your expenses, your dependents, lifestyle, and some other factors, you still should realistically have somewhere between three to six months worth of expenses put away somewhere that's extremely liquid, just in case something were to happen. Now, I know we've also talked about life insurance in other episodes, but since we're on this topic, if something unexpected were to happen to you, wouldn't you want to know that your family's going to be properly taken care of and not put in a financial burden? Maybe even an annuity is a good answer for you. I know it's almost taboo to say that word. People freak out about the word annuity. And I understand that. They're not for everybody. But in some cases, they make perfect sense. If you are personally somebody who worries about getting a consistent income after retiring or living too long and not having anything left over to pass on to your family, then an annuity is a perfect product for you. Plus, there's death benefits that come with these as well. All right, guys, totally, I get it. This stuff is not fun to talk about. This aspect of financial planning in general is seriously not at all sexy. And it's not something that gets you awesome returns you can use to go on some sweet vacation or buy a new heel horse or something. But it's something that is super important to talk about and get planned out. Because once this part of your financial game plan is set up, then everything else is just icing on the cake. 
at that point, you can go about investing and doing the more fun stuff, but still go to sleep at night knowing that whatever happened in the market that day and whatever happened to you health-wise, weather-wise, whatever's going on, you have a solid foundation built that can get you through any type of storm. I never wake up in the morning thinking that I'm not going to be able to turn the lights on in my house. But when that happened, it really made me remember that even though sometimes it seems so crazy and unlikely, stuff happens. And let's at least make sure that we're ready to take it head on. All right, I hope my crazy story helped you guys realize the importance of setting up your financial emergency kit properly and some potential steps to take to get it all started. But I would also love to be the one to help you set all this up. Just shoot me over an email to hlowry at sierraridgewealth.com. That's H-L-O-W-R-Y at Sierra with an S, ridgewealth.com. Or you can just add me on LinkedIn and shoot me over a message. I'll reach back out to you as soon as I can. I'll just get your number from you and I'll give you a call on my personal cell phone so we can go over your exact situation and get you set up with your game plan. And guys, this phone call doesn't cost you anything. I just want to hear about where you're at and let you know exactly how I could help you. Then, if we both think we're a good fit to work together, we can just go from there. So shoot me over a message and let's get this thing rolling for you. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Hope you have a great rest of your day.